this episode is brought to you by Regalo Official and Capital Builders Center. Christmas is just around the corner, so check out regalooofficial.ph on Facebook, Instagram, Lazada, and Shopee for gift ideas and other curated home decor. If you're looking for affordable, high-quality hardware and other home repair needs, visit Capital Builders Center on Facebook, Lazada, and Shopee today. Hello and welcome to Trenta, 30-something conversations with 30-somethings and the 30-something else. I don't exactly consider myself a basketball fan, but after watching The Last Dance, you know, it brought, bo- it brought back so many memories of a time where I actually followed the NBA, like when I was a kid. And so I thought of doing an episode on an NBA legend, because we can't talk 2020 without talking about Kobe. So I invited a super fan to talk about him and maybe Kobe's impact on his life. So everyone, please welcome Angela Motan. Hello. Hey, everyone. Nice to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Paige. Yay, thank you. So before I begin, may I ask for your ASL? I'm Anjo, 34. I'm based in Makati. All right. So my first question, I guess, would be, what was your reaction when you heard of the news of Kobe's passing? Where were you? Yeah. I'll never forget it, actually. Um, I was actually in Osaka with uh, my family on a, on a family vacation. And then I remember waking up and checking my phone. And uh, I just remember seeing posts of, like, Kobe in a helicopter accident and uh-huh. yeah it was just um it was crazy uh it, it was I didn't want to believe it <laughs> it's um we were on the train to Kyoto that day and mm-hmm. I remember just being on the train like crying the whole time uh-huh. and then like people were just like looking at me and I like I couldn't help it um was yeah some... so go ahead sorry. I, yeah I don't think uh, I'll forget that <laughs> mm-hmm. Was there some sort of denial on your part? Like, did you think at first it was fake news or something? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I'm really into Twitter and uh-huh. a lot of the basketball stuff I follow is on Twitter. So usually what I do is I'll just hop on my phone and then I'll just, I, I remember when I heard about Kobe, I just kept refreshing and then looking, like just looking for and then seeing multiple reports about it. And uh, yeah, um, you know, at first I was hoping, obviously I was hoping that it was, it wasn't true, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's how it went. <laughs> uh-huh. So I remember when we last saw each other pre-COVID, you just recently got a tattoo in honor of Kobe. So would you care to share what it is and yeah, what the story behind it is? Yeah, so um when we were in japan i i immediately after after hearing about the news like i was just thinking about it and then i just realized that like uh i wanted to like get a get like a tattoo to pay tribute to kobe because um ever since i was a little kid kobe's been like my idol like um so uh like basically I just started thinking about different designs and actually <laughs> came across maybe like five or so ideas that I was thinking about. And um, 
the one that I ended up choosing is basically a, uh, it's called a Euroboros. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it's like, um, I think, I, I think it originates from Egypt. So it's a ancient Egyptian symbol of a snake eating its tail. So okay. which, uh, yeah, it represents, uh, it actually represents uh, uh, life and rebirth. So like a never ending cycle, like it, so it's like an infinity sign. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so um, basically, yeah, it's basically the life from death. So uh, yeah, and uh, it's also, well, because it's an infinity sign, it's also uh, the number eight, which oh, yeah. is Kobe's number. Yeah, so, uh, and also his nickname is the Black Mamba. So that's why I got, uh, <laughs> that's why I got the snake. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because mamba yeah, is, so, a, is a type of snake. Am I, am I right? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's um, it's a type of snake. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's why I ended up getting it, and uh, it's probably one of my favorite tattoos, actually. Mm -hmm. You <laughs> yeah, had it made so here, lang, diba? in, I mean, like in Manila. Yeah, in uh, fifty-five Quinta QC. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, they got some good artists over there, so. If anybody wants to check it out, they got yeah. Instagram. And all Free that. promotion. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, why? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's no, like go ahead. So why Kobe? Like, when did you realize he was someone you could look up to, or what was it in him that made you idolize him? Um. So for me, uh, personally, I I grew up in uh, I was I was born here in the Philippines, but I grew up in Los Angeles. Mm. Um, so uh, when I was growing up, uh, basically all, you, all the kids in school, everybody, the whole city, everybody's a Laker fan. It's, uh -huh. like, a, it's like a thing over there. Um, so, you know, we, uh, when I was growing up, we'd be playing basketball, uh, shooting around on the blacktop and we're all imitating like the Lakers and stuff. Uh. And um, so Kobe actually got drafted in 96, uh, which is when I started really getting into basketball. Mm. So it's always been like, um, I've always associated like kind of the start of Kobe's career with like the start of my interest in, in uh, the NBA. Uh -huh. And um you know, it's aside from his talent and his skill, I think what I admire most about him is probably his work ethic. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you, I mean, you hear about all these crazy stories from other NBA players and even other uh, athletes where, um, you know, even though he wasn't the, the most physically gifted player or whatever, he he really worked um, his hardest to kind of maximize what he was given. Right. And then um, after basketball, he started trying to help other people uh, also kind of tap that mentality to be able to uh, be better in whatever it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he, the, Nike just came out with a commercial for him. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but uh, basically <laughs> the uh, basically the tagline is uh, be better so oh, nice. uh, yeah that's like kind of that's something that uh, 
Kobe kind of, you know, inspired me personally. Um, I remember the night before uh, the first weekend of the bar exams, uh -huh. uh, the first exams, uh, my, my mom left me a note uh, before the exam. And it was actually, uh, it was a quote from Kobe. Aww. And then it's basically about, um, basically about, uh, I, w I wish I had the quote with me. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the exact quote later. Sure, sure. But uh, yeah, it's basically about um, pressure and then not giving into pressure and uh, just, you know, like overcoming and uh, doing your best and, you know, that uh, <laughs> that kind of gave me like a, a little extra boost um, going into that first weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some comfort as well, right? Yeah. So um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I really just uh, admire his work ethic. And mm -hmm. I think it can be applied to a lot of aspects, not just basketball. Right. Um, yeah. So. So it was like, it was more a case of having an idol and then like get him pumping up your interest in the sport. Is that right? Yeah. Um, it's just being part, I, I would describe it as like a, almost like a culture. Um, yeah. When you're growing up, yeah, like when you're growing up in Southern California, it's like a part of the, the culture there um, that you just, you know like, you're an automatic fan yeah it's just uh you just support the lakers and mm. when you're a kid you're you just think that those guys are like gods you know yeah. so um it really started with like a childhood thing and uh i just got i i just remember watching games with friends and i i think it's also about the memories that you create along the way mm. and um yeah, so it was it was more yeah, like some something like that. Like um I, I just got in like so engrossed with it as a kid and even up to now it's mm. it's been like something that I enjoy. Uh -huh. You know they say now when we idolize people, we it's because we see some common characteristics in them that kind of reflect our own life story or like, would you say there are certain parallel parallelisms in your life and in Kobe's life, or what drew you to him? Um, parallelisms? I, I'm not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, well, I so Kobe grew up in. He actually grew up in Italy. Mm -hmm. uh, his father was a not. Yeah, his father was a professional basketball player, so he grew up in Italy. Oh. And uh, so he kind of moved back to the States when he was already um, in high school or almost in high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was kind of the reverse. I, I grew up in the States and then I yeah. came back here in high school. Uh -huh. um, and then, you know, he would talk about kind of how it was hard for him fitting in or making friends at first because like he wasn't familiar with the culture and all that stuff. So. Right. I could also relate on some level, um, but uh, I, I guess the biggest thing would just be basketball. Um, ah. Just like kind of uh, when you're playing or you, I just try to, 
try to copy him or whatever you know <laughs> like um yeah i try to try to copy his moves or whatever but uh it's like when you're shooting alone you're it's just like i'm it's like i'm pretending i'm him or something <laughs> so yeah it's uh yeah, if only I could be more like them. <laughs> I remember you mentioned you used to play high. You used to play basketball in high school, right? Would you say that was like the height of your, like, being a fan of Kobe? Like when you you were super big into basketball, or are you still like big on basketball uh, now? Yeah. So. Um, I, I was, I've been a Kobe, Kobe played for 20 years and I was, I was a fan like all throughout. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously within that time span, there's a lot of ups and downs. Uh, but, uh, so I wouldn't necessarily say that I was, there was a particular point where it was like, uh, at a peak mm -hmm. or at like the highest point. Um, is it basically just you know just uh maintain the same level of interest over the years and after Kobe retired uh thankfully the Lakers got like new players who are also really good mm -hmm. um so uh it's it's a good time to be a Laker fan I mean I'm still I still watch uh basketball um mm -hmm. and I think I will but I don't think I'll ever like a player or you know, I admire a player in the same regard as Kobe. Oh. I'm I'm curious, have you seen him play live? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I did, so I grew up in LA and growing up I was able to watch maybe a handful of games. And mm. then I went, uh, after high school, I went to college in LA for a couple of years as well. So during that time, I was also able to go watch a couple of games and then um, actually transferred colleges to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And um, the Lakers hold their preseason camp at my college. Oh. So yeah, so they have like a training camp at, on campus and stuff. So you uh, got to see them up close? Yeah, yeah. So I was able to yeah. check it out a couple times. Um, so I've been, I've been fortunate. Um, yeah. So. Did you have to get to talk to him? No, no. My brother did though. When Are when he came to Manila, ah. uh, my brother attended a dinner with him, uh, but I wasn't invited. So I was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it was like in 2016 or something. Oh, super or, no, recent. 2012. Very recent. No, no, no. It might have been 20, 2012, 2014, actually. Mm, okay. What was it like, like, seeing him in person, even, like, from afar or, like, at a certain distance? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, it wasn't. It was just, like, uh, watching on TV. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, it was like I would seen him play so many times that in person it was I mean you get the you feel like the energy like mm -hmm. um like you feel the energy of the crowd and stuff uh but yeah I wasn't ever close enough to make it like like a different experience so uh -huh. um but yeah I, I've been lucky enough to watch him play a couple times so mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's always I always got really excited for that. <laughs> so I asked some friends to help me out because, like, you know, I'm not a basketball fan. So they sent in some questions, and these are what I'm gonna ask you now. Like, first, like, what was your favorite Kobe game, and why? Oh man, that's a hard question. Um, not a favorite. Well, for single game, if it's like one single game, I would probably say uh, when he scored his 81 points. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's the second highest uh, points that's ever been scored uh, ever. 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 Um, yeah, and I, I remember watching the game. Uh, I was in college at the time. Uh, I was living in L.A. in college, and it was uh, – it was a game against Toronto who weren't super good at that time. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it was one of those mainstream, like the, the big time games. But uh, I remember watching the game and uh, all of a sudden he started just scoring so much. And then like by the fourth quarter, it was just how much he could get. And it was, I was literally like jumping up and down, screaming at the TV. like. Yeah. And uh, yeah, after that, it was like, it's like, uh, I felt like there's nothing he couldn't do after that. Like, yeah. you know, like that was like probably the my single favorite game of Kobe. <laughs> How old was he then? Do you remember? Was that his like prime, one of his prime years? Yeah, um, I'm not sure how old he was. That was probably 2006. 2005 mm. yeah 2005 or 2006 um he was probably around 28 or 29 i see that's okay. for basketball players that's usually um they consider for nba players uh their prime years are usually 28 29 uh 30 and he retired how old now i think he was like 35 years old Is but he had played like like old Usually. Yeah, so most NBA players don't last that long into their 30s. Mm. Uh, yeah, so uh, like I was uh, saying, your prime is like 28, 29. So after that, you're already kind of on the downhill. Uh -huh. So you, you don't tend to last too long after that unless you're really good. I see. So it's funny because you mentioned that 81-point game. Because my friend sent this question, he says, which was better, 81 or 60? So I didn't know the context. So I'm, I'm thinking now, I think that's, that's what he was referring to, 81. But I don't know what the 60 is. So, okay, so the, okay, damn, the 60 might be my, uh, I don't know. That might be my other favorite game. So, um, Co so Kobe, basically the last year, his last year playing, he had announced, he had already announced that he was going to retire. Um, at some point early in the season. Okay. So uh, the entire year, it was basically, uh, and the Lakers sucked. So there was no way they were making the playoffs or anything. Mm. So the entire year, it was basically people just showing up to the games and then like their last time seeing Kobe. And then they were just, so literally every arena he went to was like sold out and they were all chanting like for him, like away uh -huh. arenas. And then the 60-point game is uh, the very last game of the season. 
and that's in LA. So that's a, a Staples Center. Mm-hmm. And um, so Who are they playing they, against? they're playing against the Utah Jazz. Um, oh. It wasn't, they had already missed the playoffs, so it was a meaning, meaningless game, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, yeah, so Kobe's last game, he, he came out and you could just tell that he was just leaving it all out for the last time. Mm-hmm. And he ended up scoring 60 points, which is like a ridiculously high amount. Um, to put it into context, I think like Michael Jordan in his last game scored like 13 points or something. I see. So like after, yeah. after he came out of the two retirements, is that right? Yeah. Like last yeah. game. Okay. Yeah. So um, to do it in your last game ever, I mean, most – most of the top players in the NBA right now have never even scored 60 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are only like few, there are only a few players who have scored 60 or more. And um, for him to do it in his last game was just incredible. Um, I remember being <laughs> so pissed that day because I had to go into work. Uh-huh. I wanted to, I wanted to call in sick. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to go into work because I wanted to watch the game. But um, watch it like at work? (laughs) No, so I didn't want to spoil it or anything. So the whole day I was um, basically not going on the internet. I Um. had my phone off the whole day. (laughs) And then um, late, like late in the afternoon at like four o'clock or something, um, I remember my boss told me I had to, he was asking for some research and I had to go online to get it. And Um, when I, as soon as I open my browser, like the first thing that I see is like Kobe 61 points. And like, I just remember being like, oh, like it ruined it. Like, yeah. uh, because had I watched that live or had I not known that he was going to score 60, I would have like gone crazy. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that raises a good point. I don't know if I like the 81 point game or the 60 point game more. <laughs> So you can't, yeah, it's it's sort of like a yeah. I can't decide. Your, yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard. <laughs> the other question sent was, which was better, number eight or number twenty-four? Uh, I think. Uh, oh, sorry, I, I didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. Which was better, number eight or number twenty-four? Um, I think so. Kobe. The first half of his career, he, he wore number eight. And then mm. um, kind of midway, he switched to number 24. What was so, the reason behind that? Would you know? <laughs> uh, I actually don't know. I'm not sure why he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, number eight or number 24? I You know, I, I'm going to go with eight because uh, that's... Uh, that's that's like you call him young Kobe, <laughs> so that's like his name. Yeah, that's like his nickname for that time, or Froby because he had a fro. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, I mean they're both iconic. Actually, the Lakers retired both numbers, mm-hmm. which is um, pretty crazy if you think about it. Because most arena or most like franchises don't really have that many people retired. Their jerseys retired. What does um, that mean? Like when you retire. 
other players can't use the numbers again? Yeah, like the their number their number won't be worn again. Oh wow. And then so that's usually and then they raise your jersey up like in the rafters and stuff. Yeah. Um so if you're looking at the numbers like statistically um eight and twenty like the numbers when he had number eight and number twenty four are like almost the same. Mm. And um, what what the Lakers were saying is that uh, had you, if you look at those as two separate careers, like one is number eight, one is number twenty four, they would both be like Hall of Fame careers. So that's why they they said um, they wanted to retire both jerseys because mm. in both jerseys he had he had he had done like uh, like yeah well he won three three championships. Um, wearing number eight uh, early in his career with when Shaquille O'Neal was there. Uh, and then he won two more after he had changed to 24, um, where he was kind of like the main guy. So uh, personally, I, I think I'll go with number eight just because that's uh, like a childhood memories for me. Uh-huh. And also, and so, yeah, every every single sports team, every single jersey that I have, like from any any sport that I've ever played is number eight. <laughs> oh, so, like, I have, like, a ton of jerseys that are just number eight. So. Uh, in honor of yeah. Kobe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice. So, speaking of Shaquille O'Neal, who was your favorite teammate of Kobe? And what was your favorite, like, Lakers lineup? Is that what you call it? Yeah. Um, so, I guess... Uh, the first question, um, you know, I, I kind of like favorite teammate. I kind of almost have to say Shaq, uh, uh-huh. because they won three rings together. Mm-hmm. Um, he was but, older than Kobe, right? Yeah, but Shaq and Kobe, they always fought. So there was always like drama. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like throughout, because they're both really hard headed. So throughout, like they won three championships. Uh, throughout that whole time, they were just like fighting, basically. Really. Um, but but they won three championships. Uh, but I'm gonna say my my one A answer would be this other guy. Um, he's from Spain. His name's Paul Gasol. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Him. So okay. So he's from Spain, and then um, basically, so Kobe and Shaq had all this drama, and then the Lakers traded Shaq away. Mm. Um, because of that, uh, they traded him to Miami. I see. Basically, because it was like, who are you gonna? You have to choose between Kobe or Shaq, uh-huh. and they chose Kobe, so uh-huh. they traded Shaq away. And then after they traded Shaq away, the Lakers sucked for like a couple years, and then um, the Lakers were able to trade for that guy, Paul Gasol. Mm. And then from there, that's when they won their back to back, the the next two championships. I see. And I just like them because I think um, his personality was like it better suited um, like to play with Kobe and oh. I just I just thought he was like a chill dude. <laughs> like I'll go so yeah. Um, what was the other question? Uh, the oh, other part? The your favorite Lakers lineup or something. Okay. So um, this is a pretty popular you see it on Instagram a lot like 
uh, basically they take like the best players uh, from a team and then like make kind of like a super team. Mm, okay. Yeah, so it's like in, in like all the all out of all the all-time Laker players, I'm probably gonna have to go with uh, Magic Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, he'll play the point guard. I'll go with Kobe, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> then um, probably gonna have to go with LeBron. You know uh, LeBron? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So LeBron plays for the Lakers now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're they're all their favorites to win this year. So I'm gonna go with LeBron. Okay. So you're not a LeBron uh, hater. <laughs> I used to be, but not. Uh, <laughs> you know, when when he came over to the Lakers, I had to change it up. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, and then I'm gonna go, shit, I guess, uh, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. So, Magic, Kobe, Braun, Shaq, Wilt. It's hard because the Lakers are historically, like, a really great franchise. Um, so. Like a solid team. So they, yeah, so. Um, they have like a lot of players that are like Hall of Famers that I didn't talk about. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I left off my team, but uh -huh. uh, that would be my Laker five. <laughs> what about yeah. your top three favorite NBA players of all time? Top three favorite players of all time. I'm going to go with Kobe uh, one, uh, probably go with Shaq number two. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I don't know. Who's my third? Everybody you, else is like equal. Are you not a fan of Michael Jordan? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I didn't really get to, honestly, I didn't get to watch uh, so much of Mike growing up as a kid, which I regret. Uh, because, I, so I started watching in 96 when Kobe started playing, mm -hmm. which is when the Bulls were, I mean, I remember watching the games and stuff, but I was never following along. Uh -huh. um, and then uh, growing up in LA, the only games that you get are Laker games. Uh -huh. uh, so the only time that I would ever get to watch Michael Jordan is when he would play the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And obviously I was like screaming against him. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I respect them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, I, I think Jordan's the greatest of all time, mm. um, but yeah, but I don't, but he's not my favorite, one of my favorite players. Uh, so, so I'm just going to have to go, and... I'm just going to have to go Kobe Shaq and then everybody else because <laughs> uh, nobody else stands out. <laughs> not even Steph Curry? No, no, I, I can never, I can never have a favorite player on a different team than the Lakers. Um, yeah, like it, it just would never work out. Uh, but Steph Curry is he's he's legit. <laughs> right, right. He's good. He's good. I'll admit it. <laughs> what about so you mentioned was the one the quote that your mom gave you pre-bar your favorite Kobe quote? Or what's your favorite quote? Um Yeah, well I wasn't actually aware of it. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Go along. I don't know where I kept it. Let me be here. 
Yeah, I can't find it. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's your favorite Kobe quote? I really have a favorite one, actually. All right, here's the, here's the quote. Um, so my mom gave me this card for the night before the bar exams. Mm -hmm. And then um, it's, it says, uh, I have self-doubt, I have insecurity, I have fear of failure. I have nights when I show up at the arena and I'm like, my back hurts, my feet hurt, my knees hurt, I don't have it. I just, I just wanna chill. Mm. We all have self-doubt. Uh, you don't deny it, but you also don't capitulate to it. You embrace it. Oh. So for me, that was uh, pretty good because I was kind of doubting myself before the, before the bar exams. Yeah. I'm sure you can relate. Yeah, uh, I think it's so fitting to, you know, to hear before, like the, the night before the bar exams, because like, the first Sunday is always the scariest because you don't know what to expect, right? Yeah, that um, so that that gave me like a little boost. I was just like, yeah, Kobe's like Kobe's right. Uh, so kind of just got to go for it. Um, he has this thing. Uh, it's called so he's famous for his like uh, his work ethic and like his like belief in himself. And mm -hmm. uh, it's basically it, it's no it, people call it Mamba mentality. Mm -hmm. So you might hear that phrase like every now and then like mamba mentality yeah yeah um so i, I kind of think about that uh you know even in my day-to-day -day when it's like you know you really gotta you know tie down and get something done or you just gotta take care of whatever it is you gotta do mm -hmm. you, you might not like it it's like mamba mentality uh -huh. like you just gotta like attack it so <laughs> so that's how you yeah. Yeah, we always hear about Mamba mentality. That's how you would describe Mamba mentality. Like, you have, like you don't quit in the in the face of like uncertainty or struggle. Yeah. You just have to. Do uh, yeah. So for me, Mamba mentality is basically um, making sure that you know you're you're focused and you're giving it your all and the proper attention. And um, you know you're you're just not really willing to take anything else, uh, mm. kind of like by any means necessary. Right. So that's pretty much what it means to me. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just kind of fight through whatever it is, and then you can do it. You just gotta set your mind to it, kind of. Right. Right. What about what are the other lessons you found useful from him, which you've applied to your own life? Not necessarily like at work, but other other aspects of your life. Um, other lessons from Kobe. Uh, I, I don't, well, I, I think you can kind of separate the basketball aspect from like the, the motivation aspect. Mm. Um, so for me, it was, it was, I mean, he influenced me in both ways. Uh, I wouldn't say if, 
many other ways outside of those two aspects. But um, on the court, you know, uh, I always wanted to try to copy him or practice his moves. And then off the court, I think he's have had an even bigger influence um, in my life. Uh, basically with the way that he approaches, uh, you know, his goals, uh, you know, challenges to him. He tore his Achilles, which is uh, thought to be like a career ending injury. Mm -hmm. And uh, he basically came back like late in his career after that. And, um, you know, that, that kind of just shows what kind of determination you have. It, a lot of people thought that he would never play again. Um, so, yeah, I really just try to take that into my everyday challenges. And, mm. uh, you know, I, I it's kind of, um, I kind of, I feel like, you know, I have, a, I kind of have a belief in myself in the same way that Kobe did. Uh, Kobe was like that. He, he took like every shot because he thought it was always going in. So he, he had like a crazy sense of self-belief. Mm. Like he never, he never doubted himself. Um, so I think, I think maybe in other ways, I've, I've also tried to um, take from that and kind of, you know, just focus on, focus on myself and being good with myself and just believing in who I am. Um, and I found it like reassuring, you know, because a lot of people thought Kobe's crazy and stuff um, for doing like all this stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, you know, if you're like Kobe, you put in the work and you should be comfortable with who you are and what you're capable of. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like that too, you know, I'm uh, yeah, quite self-confidence, I guess. Right, right. Oh, that's nice. Do you collect like sneakers or jerseys or other Kobe memorabilia? Yeah. Um, so I have, I guess I have it all. Sneakers, jerseys. Um, yeah. Well, when, so when I was growing up, I had always had a thing for sneakers. Um, ah. I think, I don't know how many shoes Kobe has had over his life. But we started with Adidas, and mm -hmm. then um, later on he became a Nike athlete. Oh, I and didn't. Along know that. The, yeah, and along the way he must have had like 20, 20 plus models of shoes. Uh, I probably had like more than half. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you put yeah between me and my brother, I think we've had them all basically. Nice. Uh, so yeah, he's also like a super fan. Yeah, um, it's it's like uh, I wouldn't want to buy like if I bought shoe basketball shoes that weren't Kobe's, I would feel like I was cheating or something. <laughs> so like I wouldn't uh, like I have a lot of Kobe basketball shoes, and then like not like I don't have any other basketball shoes of other players and stuff. Right, right. So I I, I would basically only buy like the Kobe shoes, and then. Um, I don't know if you 30-somethings all remember the early 2000s, but, you know, it was all the thing to be rocking those basketball jerseys. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, 
with so, a baggy with a baggy pants and yeah 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 you know you know <laughs> yeah you know what it's about um so i definitely was like in that phase too um i was always rocking the kobe jerseys you probably have like yeah I, i've lost count um uh-huh. basically almost like almost all them <laughs> so what's your what's your most prized like kobe memorabilia or something um i have uh i have a jersey that's uh signed by kobe oh, uh, from one of the bet- after watching one of his games no um my best friend actually gave it to me for my birthday mm. um he got it uh at like the, the nba star he, he used to yeah so they sell signed jerseys and stuff um it's like did you frame it oh it's yeah. oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah that that used to be like right over my bed <laughs> but oh, yeah. I, i moved it to the side uh-huh. but yeah so um that's probably the best gift that i've ever got <laughs> and like i look at it every day like i see it every When day you wake up yeah <laughs> yeah like it's it's like right there um and that that's probably like one of my most prized possessions uh-huh. like like if there were a fire i'd probably grab that and maybe like a couple of other things and run out <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah so go ahead sorry um yeah that was for sure my most uh prized kobe possession uh-huh. okay so this question may sound cheesy so I don't know. It's your choice if you want to answer it or not. So if okay. you got if you got the chance to talk to him, what would you tell him? Um, you know, honestly, if I got the chance to talk to him, I would I would the first thing that comes to mind is I would just want to thank him. Um oh. because uh you know, outside of outside of my family, I think he's probably had the biggest impact um in my life like the person with the most impact on my life mm-hmm. um aside from the hours that i spent like watching the games and stuff which i absolutely love watching watching them play um uh-huh. so he's brought me you know joy watching the games and all that stuff but then he's also helped me out um like when you know i maybe didn't think i could do something or when I was facing some challenging times um so yeah if I were to ever talk to him or meet him I would really just want to say thanks like for everything like yeah I I think you see I think you saw it when he passed away um the reaction of the the people in LA it was like um they they went to Staples Center they flooded it with flowers and like Uh, messages and signboards and uh it, yeah it's um it's just uh yeah no, nothing really comes to mind except like thank you like for doing what you did and inspiring like millions of people oh that's so nice <laughs> okay my last question super random if you had to choose between basketball and surfing what would it be what would you pick <laughs> in what what are we talking about in terms of playing or like watching or what like like playing doing the sport itself okay 
Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to go with uh, surfing. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm just a, I just like watching basketball now. I don't like playing so much. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if you realize it, but I've definitely realized like as we've gotten older, like <laughs> my body's not the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah definitely so like i don't want to risk and i feel like basketball is like a generally like a dangerous sport um Uh like if you think about it it's like really a natural movement like for humans like they're not supposed to be like jumping off of one leg and like flying like however far i don't know i just feel like there's a lot of um injury risk Mm. so i'm good with not playing anymore <laughs> I stopped playing. Um, I don't get to surf enough, but uh, I feel like you know surfing is like a spiritual kind of thing. Right, right. Where, yeah, where um, you know even if you're not catching waves, even if you're just sitting out there, like in the middle of the ocean, not doing anything, it's still like you know uh, uh, the the phrase uh, or the word church has been like used by a lot of people um to describe what it's like just to kind of be out there in the ocean um so so, yeah so i definitely no doubt would pick surfing (laughs) good to know Um, good to know (laughs) yeah but i don't know i haven't been in a long time so maybe it's time to get out there yeah when all this is over right (laughs) yeah i got my my boards are like right up here (laughs) oh yeah yeah, so it's like I'm That's always reminded really of clever way of like displaying your boards. They're so nice for storing it because they're so big. I had to do it like that, so I just drilled those things into the wall. Oh, that's so cool! And yeah, it's actually really good because it's all vertical, so it doesn't take up any of the space yeah, down here. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, so I'm always reminded of like going out and not being able to go surf <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they're they're just there to remind me right right hopefully soon hopefully soon right yeah once once this covid thing is under control yeah uh, but i heard there i heard in Shurgao there 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 are no cases in Shurgao. <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah so we, i have go ahead sorry i have a i, I have a friend who has a um, he opened a bed and breakfast over there uh-huh. and he was saying like there are no COVID cases there at all um, and so everybody that's there like nobody wears a mask or anything mm. and they're all just going around like normal and like surfing and stuff so I, I, I missed out because he was inviting me to go there at the start of lockdown uh-huh. so I could just and I didn't work from home this whole time so you know, I, I missed my opportunity to go live down there in Shergal. Right. Uh, I, I could still be working. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. All right. So, yeah, Anja, thanks so much for agreeing to do this. I know you don't really listen to podcasts, but I super appreciate you, like, taking the time to share your Kobe story. It was nice to, you know, hear it firsthand from a fan of his so yeah thanks again so much and um i'll just stop recording but we can we can talk a bit more after yeah thank you